Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the new Thoughts Gone Anywhere show. Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific time, high noon, East Coast, 6 a.m. If you're out in Hawaii, God bless you. You're still asleep while we're here doing this. Thank you for tuning in to Thoughts Gone Anywhere. The four thoughtsmen, Jason, Matt, Scott, and myself, we are here, ready to rock and roll. Um, we Listen, I'm going to make this quick. Let's do the, uh, I Scott, wake up. It's time to wake up, sir. Oh, I was doing there my Joe go. Biden impression. How's everybody? Uh, oh, my God. Wow. 30 seconds. Wow. Where's that disclaimer we had on, on the earlier show? Thoughts and opinions. No disclaimers fun. needed. <laughs> I got my, my boys. Backup has arrived. Oh, my goodness. Make sure you visit the Thoughts Count Anywhere website, thoughtscountanywhere.com. Of course, send us a live tweet using hashtag thoughts count anywhere. We're in the chat room, 702-329-6947. And that's important to have that number because in a couple of minutes, we're going to introduce our special guest today, kicking off our new Saturday, who is former WWE superstar Ricardo Rodriguez. Yes. And also, he's involved in many other promotions, yeah. Scott. Well, many other promotions, uh, AAA down in Mexico, mm-hmm. uh, definitely Lucha in general and also he was a guest at my store here just a couple months back yes and him with jeff cobb so shout shout out to both of them thanks again for doing it and it'd be great to have him on the show today absolutely we'll bring him on in a couple of minutes let's first cover our i hear voices topic all right mystery woman during smackdown promo videos is being rumored to be carmella jason your thoughts on carmella it's not a thought it's the truth Aha! It is Carmella because it leaked that they showed her tattoo under her arm, and everybody was like, "Oh, there's a sign." <laughs> what What is the intention of this rebranding her in this capacity? What What could they be doing differently with her in this? Breaking her graves up? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a first. That'd be a first. <laughs> Starting a new controversy? I don't know. Well, they separated Onus and Mandy, so you never know. Uh, but I mean, what, are they, yes. what can they be, do differently with her at this point, Matt? What I do think, you think they're giving her like a new, like sexy glam look, like kind of gimmick, maybe. But maybe step away from like the Staten Island princess. Okay, that's interesting. Kind of, kind of try to get rid of the whole uh, Enzo and Cass situation. Oh, the Enzo Cast connection? Yep. Okay. Give her a new coat of paint. She's a good wrestler, so maybe, like... <laughs> wow! <laughs> I mean, like, character-wise. You know what I mean. it, it must be that chair in the middle. It's, it, it's, whoever had that chair before was I didn't was say a awesome. new coat of plastic. I just meant a new coat of paint. <laughs> we knew what you meant. Wow. Maybe we'll get our guest's opinion on that one when he comes on here in a few minutes. God have mercy. (laughs) Wake up call, everybody. Wake up call. I'm awake. 702-329-6947. I guess this is the difference when you're up at 9 in the morning after you're not working. You're right, and you have a fresh mind, and you have great lines like that. I think that's going to go down as one of the greatest lines on this show ever, personally. Sweet. Thoughts and emails go to Matthew Mullen. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Okay, hey, Ron's going to do a lot of disclaimers. <laughs> Next topic. No, Bell, no, Bell. Oh, there we go. Rumor has it Kofi was going to return on Raw, separating and breaking up the New Day, but Xavier then would manage both, but this was shot down. Is it time to break up the New Day? Yes. Hell okay, no. I got a yes there. I got a hell no. Hell there. no. I never liked the New Day. <laughs> but they sell merch. They and sell. They absolutely sell right? merch. I just and pancakes. Yeah. And it's cereal. a New Day. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I just they're they're three good wrestlers. Yeah. And the stereotype, especially yep. with the yep. social issues going on right now, 
they're three great wrestlers. Yeah. And I just don't like it. I think it's a dis- disservice to them. I mean, it was great gimmicks sold, but let them stand on their own. I mean, it's very similar to the whole, um, you know, Ron Simmons and Bradshaw thing. Mm-hmm. You know? APA. Yeah. I mean, I liked Ron Simmons, WCW, first black world champion, yep. and can kick some ass. Damn. But, you know, <laughs> let's let's move on. I mean. It would have. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I said it would have. would be a great. Um, challenge for you know somebody like a Lesnar if he came back or something mm-hmm. like that yeah mm-hmm. it would have bugged me if Xavier Woods would have been manager because that guy can go yeah exactly like well, that Hell in a Cell match between like it was it Biggie and Xavier against the Usos and that Hell in a Cell mm-hmm. yeah Kofi stepped aside so we could do that and everybody forgets like how good of a wrestler Xavier Woods actually is it, great's a great point yeah there's, there's video to back it up that's right. It's time for Xavier. It's, it's actually, it really is time for Xavier to have a title run. I think so. I think he's been the one of, one of the three. It's a great point, Jason. I think he's been the one guy in the group that really hasn't gotten his shot, his push. Biggie? No, 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 no. Xavier. Xavier, Xavier, I'm, Xavier. I'm sorry. He and I were laughing. Oh, <laughs> no, we're laughing. No, I thought I thought it was a great point. Xavier Woods, to your point, yeah. great, great guy in the ring. But he just has not gotten that opportunity all, as all a All he's held is a tag team title. Right. Like, he's well, never got a shot at Intercontinental or U.S. And we've seen what Big E can do with both belts because Big E has held the Intercontinental belt. Mm-hmm. And he was and, the NXT champion. Yep. And then Kofi has been WWE, U.S., Intercontinental, and tag. Xavier's just like kind of just like... Whoosh. I'd like to see Big E drop the whole, you know, hip gyrating thing and turn into a monster heel. He like kind of did was, last like, night. Like he was when he first Yeah, because I, I could see him going That's up. Dolph Ziggler's. Uh, yeah. Or a, a, a face heel image going yep. up against the, uh, uh, what are they called? Uh, the the Hurt Business? The hurt, yeah, the Hurt, hurt Foundation. Or the hurt business. Hurt, hurt business. I could see him and uh, maybe Keith Lee yeah. turning to a, a more of not... Not full heel, but more of a uh, gray area. Gray area. What like, do you think about uh, Keith Lee and Big E, even them as a tag team one of the times? That'd be a oh, that'd be that'd be hell. The size of those two boys, exactly. Work houses. <laughs> oh, like Big E said, that's a whole lot of meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Wow, crash and burn, baby. Oh man. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's step aside for our quick first time out. When we come back, our guest will be with us on video connection. He is waiting with bated breath. When Ricardo Rodriguez will be joining us on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Saturday Night Live auction, powered by Power Play Sports Collectibles, will be on Saturday, September 26th at 6.05 Eastern, 3.05 Pacific. This first-time event will be hosted by Chadman316 on Facebook. It will be shared on the Power Play Sports Collectibles pages, but to see and bid in real time, log in to Chadman316 on Facebook. Once again, Saturday, September 26th, 6.05 Eastern, 3.05 Pacific. What's up, guys? This is Jeff Cobb. Be sure to listen to my favorite wrestling show, Thoughts Count Anywhere, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. on Go Live Vegas. Looking to advertise your small business at a low cost? Do you need your commercial designed or actually produced for you? Advertise on two of the hottest shows on the Internet, Power Play Sports Collectibles and Thoughts Count Anywhere, both shows with getting over 40,000 views per week for only one low cost. For more information, please email info at thoughtscountanywhere.com. 
Hey, welcome back to Thoughts Count Anywhere show. Saturday is now 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. following Power Play Sports Collectible show, so make sure you adjust your calendars. You can hear us on the Go Live Vegas mobile app if you need to go somewhere. Take us with you on the go. Of course, we're on all the other platforms as usual, as well as Facebook. Without further ado, it's now time to bring in our very special guest. As we mentioned at the top of the show, this individual from WWE, Lucha Underground, uh, signings with Scott. We all know him. We all love his name. So what we're going to do as we bring him in, and I'm going to stall here, I'm going to ask our guest if he were to introduce himself in a ring, how would Ricardo Rodriguez introduce Ricardo Rodriguez? <laughs> oh, okay. Let's bring him up on camera so yeah. people just can also say, all right. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys because I do ring announcing. So you guys have some fun with this. How would Scott introduce <laughs> Ricardo Rodriguez? I think to you just did it. You got to bring it from the diaphragm. Oh, yeah. so, oh he told you. Oh, he told you. Well, this we had a Hall of Famer. You've been tagged in, sir. Yes. Listen, yeah. being, being <laughs> Jewish, being Jewish, those rolling R's are very difficult for me. So, you know, it's a little... <laughs> Are you not up to the game? Am I not up to the game? I don't like the role Do you of accept this challenge? No. Because he's a to, professional. Do I have to call Wes and say, he's not up to his game today? Oh, stop. So, therefore, oh. you must replace him. So, here you go. The Hall of Famer, Aaron Phillips. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome at this time, making his way to the camera and microphone, the guest of Thoughts Count Anywhere show... Rodrigo Ricardo Rodriguez. <laughs> I know that sucked, but what it can sucked. I tell you? It's early. Uh, wait, what, what, whatever happened to like you know not working and then having a fresh mind and Ricardo, uh, you need we, to you need Ricardo, you need to show him how to do it. Show him how it's done. Damas y caballeros, les presento a Ricardo Rodriguez. That's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I can't even do it in Yiddish. He did it in Spanish. What do you want from me? Jeez Louise. <laughs> Matt, I'm let's get... Thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate you yeah, taking the time. Greatly appreciate it. Of course, of course. So it, I'm sure like every... Most people like know of your time in WWE. Mm -hmm. A lot of people should look like YouTube, all your AAA stuff, and realize what an amazing wrestler you are. But what was your favorite, like... Moments in WWE as far as like your career in WWE went there. I mean, it's, it's hard to pinpoint one specific time. Um, I mean, obviously, my first WrestleMania is something that is going to be memorable for me forever. Uh, every single WrestleMania uh, being a part of the Royal Rumble. Um, uh, the people that we got to work with, uh, our first big feud was with Rey Mysterio and that person and that man and, and himself is a legend. Uh, and then we followed up with Edge, Kane, Christian, John Cena, CM Punk, Sheamus, uh, Dolph Ziggler. So the list of people that we got to work with was definitely a highlight. Getting to learn from each one of those individuals. Um, uh, getting to travel the world uh, because of wrestling. A kid, from, a kid from El Barrio in L.A. that got out and, and went and did something. That to me is pretty cool. Uh, so there's there's many many different highlights uh, that it's hard to pinpoint one. Yeah, understandable. Well, I think that he hit the topic right there. Uh, a kid from the barrio to getting out and becoming something, and you putting your mind to it, and definitely 
getting that high spot, you know, in this in the wrestling business and, and working for WWE and being part of a WrestleMania and enjoying your career. So you can, if you put your mind to it, you can do whatever you want to. Jason, you had something? Definitely. Ricardo, speaking of Rey Mysterio, what are your thoughts on Dominic? And uh, I'm talent? happy for him. Uh, I mean, I've, I've seen Dominic grow up for, over the last 10 years. Uh, so it's pretty cool to see that w- what he's doing. And he's in good hands with Seth Rollins. He's in really great hands with Seth Rollins. So um, I know he's been trained down in San Diego with uh, B-Boy and the Level Up crew. So I know he's been trained down there. Uh, so he's in good hands on, on that aspect as well of, of, as of who's training him. Uh, and like I said, he's in good hands with Rollins. So he'll be fine. I think you guys cut off audio. You, oh, there it is. Okay. You, you have to have a great dance partner, and it won't come off very good unless you have a good dance partner and in good hands because you need to be trusted um, from both sides. But like you said, you know, Seth's a, a hardcore veteran, and you know some of the mistakes that Dominic is going to make because he always make it as a rookie and you know, first year. Of course. And, and we all he, he's, in, he's in great hands. I mean, who else better right now? If you want to call no, no, definitely, and, and 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 I mean, it's it's also in his blood, man. It's the the lineage that that oh, yeah. uh, that Dominic has, man. Like not only just his his uh, immediate dad, but like who he's been around. You know, Eddie the Guerrero's. Uh, he's been around wrestling his his whole life, and you can tell that he actually enjoys it. So that also helps. He's not not like um, the son of a wrestler who kind of did his own thing on on the side and never really cared for the sport, uh, and is just kind of doing it, you know, to please dad. It doesn't come off that way. It seems like Dominic actually cares about it and that he's been invested in it for the longest. Is that the kind of hard thing to, to uh, see, Ricardo, is someone who comes into the wrestling business and if they enjoy it, they actually show it, but sometimes you can actually tell that they don't want to be there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it, you can see it a lot. Or, or you'll see it, too, like on the independent circuit level where – there's folks that just kind of want to do it for fun, and that's fine if, if they're true to themselves and they're honest and they say, I just want to do this for fun. And then you have those guys that want to make something out of it. You can tell who's in it for the long run, who's in it just to kind of, you know, appease a, a dream that they had as a kid and uh, of just, hey, I want to wrestle and I want to do this, these cool moves. And that's cool. That's fine. If you're, as long as you're honest with yourself and everybody else around you, um, and you just want to have you know a good you know maybe two three years or whatever just having fun, uh, versus again like I me personally I prefer the guys who want to make something out of it because they'll take it a lot more serious. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with just being straight up and saying I just want to do this for fun for a little bit, and that's cool. Um, but you can tell that Dominic is is more interested in doing this long term, especially I mean, and I know there's gonna be a lot of pressure because of who his dad is and who his you know. His, his TV other dad was of Eddie, uh, so so he's he's gonna have a lot of pressure put on him. But you can tell he's putting in the effort. And, and of course, for many who don't remember, those of us here, I know we do. His son Dominic was prominent in a storyline when he was all of six, seven years old between yeah. Eddie and Ray about who his daddy was and all that stuff. So being in a ring and being in the spotlight. Certainly was nothing new. If you have a question for Ricardo, give us a call at 702-329-6947. That's 
329-6947. Make sure you press option one so you're directed right into the studio. We'll get you on the line and you can chat with Ricardo. You can also send us a live tweet using hashtag thoughts count anywhere and we'll share your question as well. Speaking, let's stay in the, I want to stay in the Mysterio family for a second. We saw the, uh, his sister come out as part of the family uh, unit in that uh, cage match. Kind of stop for a moment at Murphy. Are we seeing his, do you think his, the, uh, his sister now will start getting involved? Is she, do you know if she even wants to be involved in the uh, uh, in wrestling uh, business? I personally don't know. Um, I don't know if she's been training that. I honestly don't know, so I can't tell yes or no. Um, but I, I do know from firsthand experience that once you get a little bit of that spotlight, like it's, it's very addicting. <laughs> yeah. And you may <laughs> want to get point. more. Like That's why that's a man. Like Seriously, that's why this whole quarantine thing was so hard for a lot of folks because there's no wrestling. There's nothing going on. And we're just like, oh, man, I got to be entertained somehow. I got to go, I don't know. Entertain somebody. I gotta do something. Right. Uh, He'll cut <laughs> promos on random people on the street. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, it, it's funny too. It's funny you say that because like I, I and I, I'm very open about this. Um, I am a very big advocate of, of learning how to cut promos. You can be a great wrestler, but if you can't talk, you're only gonna go so far. So I'm constantly, I'm constantly trying to practice promos. The other day, I was in my car, and then something just popped in my head, so I started going at it, in, you know, in my car. Uh, I pull up to this uh, the stoplight, and I'm in I'm full full on promo mode, um, out loud. And I turn to my side, and I see the guy in the car next to me just staring at me. But I was already I was already deep in, so I just kept going while I was looking at him. Um, <laughs> and then he drove off. But uh, yeah, yeah. I was already there. yeah, quickly he probably went through the red light to get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Road rage incident in L.A. Ricardo Rodriguez uh-huh. doing a promo. What? <laughs> Scott, you got something there? Well, he mentioned something about you know that light bulb or the look in the eye and when you know the taste of wrestling. It goes to a story that I had with uh, Tully Blanchard. And I, you know, Tully and I go way back, and I was asking about Tessa. And he goes, it wasn't until the Hall of Fame, and I'm giving my speech, because none of the kids in his family were interested in wrestling whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I looked down, and I could tell Tessa was in. Awestruck? Yeah, and she goes, you know, he could tell. Right. The crowd, the, you know. The energy. Energy sure. around. He goes, right then I knew within a couple weeks she was going to ask to start training and stuff like that, because none of them had interest. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, definitely, once it's in your blood, it's in your blood. Mm-hmm. Ricardo, what was your aha moment when you knew that the wrestling industry was right for you to be involved in? So I was not a big fan of wrestling, like in the high school years. Um, I was, you know, predominantly soccer my whole life. Um, and then I had a friend out here in high school who had this thing called the Black Box. Um, for those of you guys who don't know what the black box is, it was this little thing that you would connect to your TV to where you can get pay per views or, or the fights for free. You remember so, those? Uh, so I used to, we used to go to we I we used to go to his house because his house was the only one with the pool in our in our area. So we used to go to his house a lot, and he was a big fan of pro wrestling. Um, so it was WrestleMania. I want to say seventeen. 16 or 17, where uh, it was a TLC match with uh, the Hardy Boys, Edge and Christian, and um, the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. And there was this uh, there was this part where uh, Jeff Hardy was hanging from the titles, and Edge speared him. Oh, gosh. And, uh, and that's just what really, that's what, like, it really got to me. And I was like, I, I want to do this. I, I have to do this. I like this. 
and then we started backyard wrestling for a couple of years and then eventually i got trained and i had um i had a uh, my match my first match and it was just an it was like a drug man i was just addicted that's usually and 14 years later here i am yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely a lot of people don't know that he hasn't you know another character in triple a mm -hmm. do you prefer to wrestle as Ricardo Rodriguez, uh, I, I, or, or, I mean, or the Tamara, you know, in AAA. How, so, you, so it's in your my, yeah. the, uh, the character that I had on the independence, um, prior to the WWE, um, was Chimera. It was a masked character. Um, of course I prefer to wrestle. I prefer to wrestle, but the Ricardo gimmick is what kind of got me known and what got me out there. Um, so it's, and I don't get to get I don't I don't destroy my body with the Ricardo gimmick. <laughs> so, That's true. There's there's pros and cons to both. Um, the 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 downside of the Ricardo gimmick now though is that when I try and approach a lot of promoters, I the the most and I know they don't mean it in a bad way, uh, but a very insulting thing that I get as response is I didn't know you wrestled. I thought you were just a mm -hmm. ring announcer. Mm -hmm. And so even now, even now, 14 years after, you know, of being in this business and even now five years since I left WWE, uh, I still get that. I still get from, you know, a, a response of, I didn't know you were a wrestler. Oh, you're a wrestler? Um, I thought you were just a ring announcer. So it's, uh, and again, I, and I know they don't mean it in a, in a, in a insulting way, but it is freaking annoying. Um, being stereotyped when, when, like when that, you get yeah. that response. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like Henry Winkler being the Fonz, and that's all he was able to do for all those years. Nobody right. hired him to do anything else. Casted. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, you get typecasted. Yeah. Uh, one of our, our greatest fans and followers, Chief, he, he, I know you answered the question, but I think he came in the chat room late. Can you go over again who your trainers were? Uh, my original trainer was this guy here in, uh, in Los Angeles, straight lucha, Mexican lucha libre. His name was Latigo Blanco, white whip. Wow. Um, I learned from him, and he used to destroy us like beat us we would we would uh do our, our normal trainings and then we would spend like the last half hour or so just my wrestling just wrestling um but he was so good at it because he was a champion down in mexico and so he would just tie us up and rolls around and he was constantly trying to tell us get out get out and we couldn't um but uh, that's what we did we just wrestled the, like the last half hour of training but it helped a lot eventually i started training american style and I went over with uh, these guys named Los Luchas, um, Phoenix Star and Zocre, uh, this guy named Nemesis, Shamu Jr. Um, and they helped me transition over to the American style. Uh, but it helped that they knew Lucha, so it was like an American Lucha style that, they, that I learned from them. So it was very easy to transition from, from Lucha to American. From there, eventually, I, I ended up at Knox Pro, um, right before I got signed, which is Rikishi's company. Mm. Uh, and there I was, I was trained with Orlando Jordan, Rikishi, uh, Gangrel, um, Black Pearl. And um, every now and then like uh, uh, Afa, Afa uh, Pops from mm -hmm. um, one of the head, the, the heads of the Samoan uh, right. family would come and train with us. And mm -hmm. um, so I've been around that family for, for over a decade, which I teaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So now, like, I'm myself and uh, Rusev, who also came from that school. Um, we are trainers down here at Knox Pro in Los Angeles. Oh. Uh, so actually, I'm once I'm done with with you guys here, that's where I'm heading. I'm heading to training. Gotcha. Uh, are you gonna dye your hair blonde? 
No, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll leave that to him. I'll leave that to Miro. Now, now that we know there's that a, Miro, that's, that's his thing. Now that we know that there's a connection, Matt, maybe between you and Ricardo, we can maybe hear from Rusev slash Miro perhaps on a future show. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's, it's a possibility. It's right. a possibility. That'd I'll ask cool. him when I see him. That'll be great. And he mentioned, you know, obviously training. I know when he was here for the signing at the mall, yes. he did some stuff over at Versus Pro Wrestling with yep. Wes. And I went in there and watched him. And he's <laughs> very knowledgeable. I mean, just teaching the kids how to get out of a corner as a heel or a face right. is completely different. Sure. And, you know, just the knowledge. So, you know, kids, students, even adults, definitely if, if Ricardo is in the area, and he's given a class. You need to go listen. You need to be a sponge to people. I mean, Matt Stryker said it best. Be a sponge when the veterans come in and definitely understand they are teaching you. Don't go in there with thinking you know it all because you right. never oh do. Absolutely. <laughs> no, uh, no. Matt, I think even has... now, 14 years, even now for myself, 14 years later, uh, I'm, like, I'm still learning something new. And not only that, wrestling is always evolving. It's currently evolving now. It's changing. Right Yes. So if if you think that you know it all, in about a year, something's going to change and it'll be different than what you thought a year prior. So it's always constantly changing. Absolutely. Matt has one final question for us and then we'll let you go to work. <laughs> I usually ask everybody the same like final question. Who's your Mount Rushmore of wrestling, like your top four of all time? Um, Eddie, number one. Ray. Uh, Ultima Dragon and... My original, original number one hero when I was a kid, Atlantis. Wow. Nice. nice. That was a good list. That's, that's a great a, list. That's a good list. Right on. <laughs> well, Ricardo, we thank you so much for taking time with us this morning and sharing your, your knowledge and your history. And I, I'll tell you what, guys, I know I'd love to have him on as, you know, with his knowledge and what's going on. I think it'd be great we have him uh, back when he's back in town. Yeah, we'll have whatever. him at Power Play again because he's a great guest, great with the fans. Had a blast having Absolutely. him cutting promos in front of the store with the fans and that. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> I don't know if you still have it. If you still have it, you can air it. I don't care. Uh, oh. It's not safe for work though. <laughs> We're on a podcast. The we'll FCC a does not. <laughs> we have your blooper reel from the little promo you yeah, cut. Don't yeah. worry about it. We got it. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. the best thing about internet, <laughs> FCC doesn't touch us. So we, we're, we're good in many fronts. Anyway, listen, we thank you so much for taking time with us from L.A. Look forward to doing it again. And maybe we make a little hookup with you and Miro and we get you guys both on the show at the same time. For sure. Thank you, sir. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Stay Appreciate healthy. Appreciate the time. Yeah. Ricardo Rodriguez, ladies and gentlemen, what, what a great guy. I mean, I, you he know. He was great at the show. Him yeah. and Jeff Cobb, I mean, as yeah. soon as they saw each other, it's, it's like old school reunions right. for these guys when they Absolutely. get back together, which brings us to, you know, organizations that are evolving and things like that for, for right. the boys to get together. Ab and when we say the boys, that also means the ladies also. Yes. Because that's, you know, just old school talk. Absolutely. But definitely get together and hear their war stories. Absolutely. All right. With that, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We have a couple of uh, items we need to run through. Then when we come back, we're going to get into our WWE report and the rest of the show before we say goodbye at the top of the hour. You're watching Thoughts Kind of Anywhere with the Four Thoughtsmen. We'll be back in about 60 seconds. For all your sports collectibles in Las Vegas, stop by PowerPlay Sports Collectibles in the Boulevard Mall. PowerPlay has a large selection of items from all your favorite teams, specializing in the Vegas Golden Knights, Las Vegas Raiders, and pro wrestling. PowerPlay Sports Collectibles has an online store if you prefer the online shopping experience, plus they ship worldwide. So if you're looking for that sports collectible for yourself or that special someone, check out PowerPlay Sports Collectibles online at www.powerplaysportscards.com or at the Boulevard Mall. 
Are you looking for someone to provide training to your sales staff? Do you need a motivational speaker about how to handle change? Do you have an upcoming event that needs an MC to handle those responsibilities? Well, look no further than longtime Las Vegas radio personality, Aaron Phillips. I am local to Las Vegas, and I can blend my talents with any audience. For more information, please visit www.aaronphillipsvoice.com and book me for your next event or training needs. So guys, it's Jeff Cobb here. Come check out Power Play Sports Collectibles. Buy some collectibles, buy some wrestling figures and all that fun stuff. Sports Card Toys and Collectibles Show to be held October 23rd through the 25th at the Boulevard Mall. Signing autographs on Saturday from 1 to 3 will be former WWE star and Lucha Underground commentator Matt Stryker. Show hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and there is free admission. So stop by the Sports Card Toys and Collectibles Show October 23rd through the 25th at the Boulevard Mall. Unicon Fandoms United in Las Vegas, March 5th through the 7th, 2021. All the fandoms collide. The toy world, the sports world, the comic world, the cosplay world, gaming, and pro wrestling. Unicon Phantoms United at the World Market Center Expo, March 5th through the 7th in Las Vegas. Hope to see you there. Hey, welcome back. Thoughts count anywhere. Show. <laughs> Jason, go? Matt, Aaron. As you notice, <laughs> you notice that uh, the end seat there is uh, is empty at the moment. You, um, you made him leave. <laughs> not me. Not me. Uh, <laughs> Scott Scott went to parts unknown, or what did I say during the break? The little boys corral, something like that. I don't know. I said the bat cave, but you got mad. No, yeah, that. you don't besmirch the bat cave by referring to it as a toilet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you just revealed where parts unknown is. Well, listen, if they couldn't figure that <laughs> it's out, not by unknown now, anymore. Unknown. Uh, but uh, oh, geez, thanks, Thomas. We appreciate it. Seven zero two three two nine six nine four seven. We got our crawl running underneath to show some of the news and highlights. What's going on? Um, Vegas, uh, go live Vegas studios. Listen, we want some advertising opportunities. This show, within about one week's time, through our boosting of the shows and making it available on social media. We end up between twenty to 30,000 views in just one week's time. So, Matt, if people are interested, how can people find out more about becoming part of our family? You can go to our website, ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com, and find the Contact Us tab, or you can just directly email us at info at ThoughtsCountAnywhere.com. Now, we also have an ad- Do we have an advertisement tab on there? I don't yeah. recall. And what's on that tab? Is some of the information of packets and stuff? Or is yeah, it- there's packages, and then we have an advertisers tab of people that are already... Yeah, right on. So join us. Become part of the, the fastest and most popular wrestling podcast uh, online. Welcome back. Yes, and I'm looking at you know, Tom, <laughs> Thomas, your comments. Thank you, Thomas. Yeah. yeah I, I'm sorry. The voiceover guy is not available all the time, so I have to do some work. <laughs> Even though I can record at home, though. <laughs> <clears throat> Fine. Be that all way. Right, let's, I'll tell you what. Let's give uh, Scott the opening WWE report. <laughs> I'll give you that one. You start us off. Well... Matt's future wife. I don't know how Daga feels about it. <laughs> I thought it was Alexa Bliss. <laughs> They're interchangeable. Depends on the week. <laughs> Days that end in Y. Uh, Tessa, Tessa Blanchard's image is used in the WWE game Battleground. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I actually huh. saw an updated report about that this morning. The photographer who took that picture went on some kind of rant 
and like take WWE games and stuff about using his image without uh, I'm his sure, permission. Yeah, so they're sure putting a patch out today to take that image off the game. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. They got to save surprises for something. For Royal Rumble? Evolution, <laughs> something. Yeah, uh, her and Killer Cross. <laughs> All right, next topic. Matt, take the next one if you would, sir. Ricochet's denying reports that he's leaving WWE. There's been a lot of rumors going around that if some one big comes name in, was. One might have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's like replacing on the 40 man roster. Yeah. Well, he, listen, he has not really done anything since. Like, like many of the NXT stars who've been called up to the main roster, uh, many of these folks who have great resumes all around the world tend to not have a great resume when it comes to being on WWE main, main roster. And it's unfortunate. If it is true, if he's denying it and trying to save face, that's one thing. But uh, he's a great talent just sitting on the bench doing great, nothing. Great talent. And I think he's on the wrong show. He needs to be on the SmackDown show. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Raw show is more Vince's show, to be honest with you, because Fox controls a lot of the SmackDown show. Right. And Vince has always been the big muscle-bound guy. Right. And Ricochet's not that. Right. You know, yeah. he's not Shawn Michaels. I'm, I hate to say that. I don't want to say that to uh, Chris P- or, or uh, Bebe, but uh, Adam Cole, <laughs> <yeah>. Bebe. <laughs> don't want to say that, you know, to him I might be in a ring, uh, but... <laughs> You know, he just doesn't fit the Vince mold. So yep. if you put him on SmackDown, I think he f- flies all over the ring and becomes a great talent. So why as much as I want to see Undisputed Era on the main roster, I get kind of scared every time I think about it just because of guys like Ricochet and everybody and else just get ben buried Ballard. as soon as they yeah, Finn hit the main roster. Example. Yeah, because you can't fit into the Raw underground. No. But Vince does say that Adam Cole is like the next Shawn Michaels, so he better be treated as such. But what's that do for the rest of Undisputed Era? I think that's going to put them all in like the mid card, and Adam Cole will probably be like main event level. Yeah, but again, you have a, a fraction, a faction that's just awesome together, and then you split that faction up, and it's just. Whoosh. I think they'll be like the New Day. They'll be a group for a long time, but there's always one star in that group. He'll Somebody be like the Kofi. So yeah. like DX. Yeah, but. I think they'll be more like the New Day. Like, Kofi's like the main guy of... Can we do this or this or this to stay out of trouble? What can we do? What are you doing? Yo, we yo, know yo, a guy. Yo, I don't MTV think he's going to get too mad at us. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> don't I'm, ever do that. I know, again. exactly. My daughter says the same thing, especially when can I do it Can we clip that? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> it, it just, I don't know, but it's going to be funny for videos later on. TikTok. <laughs> <Yeah>. TikTok. <laughs> Oh my and on that note, today's topic. Chief says, yes, Chief <laughs> says it is the creative writers and Vince holding people back somewhat, again, echoing what you just said. I am taking this third one. Go, Yeah, I'm, you're coming. There you go. It's yours. IRS said in an interview that Bo Dallas is, be- is a better worker than Bray Wyatt. What the hell are you watching? <laughs> he said that uh, Bo's a better worker, and you said Bray would agree with what he was saying. I don't know about that. You know what? When you think about it, they're two different characters. Right. And Bo is more of the wrestler, and so I can understand well, uh, saying Mike that saying way, yeah. that. Yeah. Saying it that way, yes. And that's what it came out, you know, that is a better worker. I mean, better worker. 
And, and unfortunately, no. we really haven't seen the best of Bo. I mean, you know, Bo believes in all that. I think it was a little hokey. Yeah, uh, we saw a, more of the gimmick route of Bo B Dallas. team, B right. team, go, go, go. Right, the B team stuff, and then him. <laughs> don't and, do that again. Yeah, really. Flip <laughs> <laughs> that. I'll, I'll then, blackmail myself. I don't care. <laughs> and we're get you Keith. We're get you Keith Lee's first uh, <laughs> slingshot <laughs> with the little skirt. <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game. I don't care. I needed an extra large. <laughs> Bring it. Extra large. Don't you mean Two double? X. <laughs> okay. Uh, I had a thought on that, but I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Next topic, please. Uh, Melina reports are saying that Melina has signed a new contract and could return as early as this next week on Raw, I believe was the brand. SmackDown. Go to SmackDown. Yep. yep. Why why is it that somebody – I mean, because there's a lot of great female talent that's not being utilized as it is right now. Uh, Why why does the WWE want to bring her back? I mean, look look what's happening with – Mickey James, she comes back. She ain't be doing much, you know. I mean, why bring back a Molina to the to the Tessa forefront? needs somebody to kick <laughs> to yeah, kick around but, but for the first but, few weeks. <laughs> but there's enough talent there that that could do the same thing without signing now because we're letting people go right. who we want to see, i.e., like a Rusev now Miro and all of that in the past, and we're signing Molina. I, I don't understand that signing. She I, could she could come back and team with Morrison yeah. again. I'm sure Taya would love that. <laughs> oh, you, you! When that contract comes up, and have that come, come sort of like the ricochet thing. <laughs> have Taya come in, and you know, you know. But but would Molina? I mean, she's signing a contract to possibly, maybe like you guys said, be teamed back up with Miz and Morrison. I mean, is that really going to do anything for the ratings of Raw to bring her back to be a valet or manager again? Look, Reece, Zelina Vega's breakdown or SmackDown. I mean, Zelina Vega's even breaking away from that and going at it on her own. So I don't, underst- I don't understand the move with Melina, but I guess we'll see well, what happens in a week. They're real. I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. They're, they're, t- they're tying it up to, one, like you said, Matt, to show the evolution again, the women's evolution part two. So they've they got to bring in the talent to have the women there. To I think they're... The talent of the women mm-hmm. are... are going down yeah i don't think they're getting proper training um and developing as much through wwe right. as they have in the past it's starting to be forgotten and it doesn't need to be that way so they're reaching out to the veterans to come in maybe as a a lure to get them to come in to assist with training down at the performance center that could be a definite you know issue you know you, you bring a mickey james in you make her a, a trainer down at the performance center, very mm-hmm. similar to HBK mm-hmm. when Shawn Michaels is now at the performance center. Mm-hmm. The talent level of the men are are surpassing the women again. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, and this is not my opinion, uh, kind of is, but you know, wrestling for Vince has mostly been about the men, right? And if you can see the last few years, the women have headlined WrestleMania, sure. headlined sure. a lot of pay per views, but with Charlotte going down, Becky going down. Rousey. Yeah, I mean, Rousey leaving. I mean, mm-hmm. they need to revitalize that minor league system for the women. And until somebody gets there real quick, um, <laughs> you know, we need to, uh, you know, not have a hidden character in video games. Do you, um, do you think that has a lot to do with Steph? No, I, I really don't. Um, those days of Steph being jealous are way no, past. No, 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 no. I no. mean, her bringing the girls in. Trying to get like Mickey and Trish and, and Lita as trainers, as trainers. I, I think so. I mean, because you know the guys are great at training, but you know 
guys take better direction from guys. Women take better direction. Right. From, and you see it in a lot of the... Uh, there was a documentary with uh, Becky and uh, Sasha talking about, you know, the trainers they had only wanted to have the, you know, diva type matches. And it wasn't until those trainers left that the, the girls, ladies in the ring started wrestling more like the guys and right. doing those moves. I think they need to get back to that. And I think bringing a Mickey James in who was part of that transition, mm -hmm. bring them in. What about Lena. what about Lita? Because Lita, she she kind of defied the. Um, right, extreme exactly, stereotype. and I, I think that would be a, a plus. I, I think just, they need to bring like a couple names in of just like name recognition to right. get women over that ain't the four horse women because yeah. that's all that's been shoved down our throats for the last five years, mm -hmm. and all these other like good talents has been on the wayside right. sitting there. So, like, they need to bring some people in with like name recognition for like to be to revitalize the Naomi to be the, the Lacey yep, Evans. Exactly. Lacey, the Nikki Crosses. You, you the, speak of one person right there, Matt. Lacey Evans. That woman is a former military person who is strong-willed just by herself. Mm -hmm. And her talents aren't really used like they should be. Yeah, between like her and Naomi, those are like two people that like should Yeah, what be happened on. to Naomi? I mean... I, I think the character gimmick is what they need to work on. Mm-hmm. Because Naomi's you know character gimmick right. and Lacey with the um, the Southern Women, Belle, right? the su I, I get away from. Yeah, that. absolutely, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. She got away from it when she was after she wrestled Natalia in right. Saudi Arabia. She became a face Correct. and had the more of the military background right. stuff. Now she's fallen back in the Southern Belle. Right. And I just stick it, with the one that yeah. was with Natalia. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So. Um, great, great points, and we'll see what happens with the um, with the ladies' division. Uh, Finn Balor said he would he would want AJ Styles and Adam Cole to join him to reform the Bullet Club. That'd be awesome. He needs somebody to save that him. He needs somebody to save him from carrying. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. He needs all the help he can get. TikTok. Cla Clash of Champions is coming up in a couple of weeks, right? It's not yeah. next Sunday, or is no. it next Sunday? I don't think so. Okay, let's Check verify. Your phone. <laughs> yeah, let's verify. If anybody, uh, Chief or somebody out there, I know you guys know, shoot us the date for when Clash of Champions is, please. Meantime, we're going to skip that. Scott, why don't you take the next bullet? You mentioned it uh, on Power Play, so why don't you uh, take care of that one here, too? Oh, yes. Uh, third anniversary this past week of, in my opinion, one of the greatest of all times, Bobby the Brain Heenan. People seem to forget the fact that he was a great wrestler, yep. a great manager, and a great commentary. Um, char character, whatever Just you want so to much call. knowledge, that yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still remember having uh, lunches and, you know, a good friend of mine who passed, also Nick Bockwinkle, him telling me how Bobby and him, you know, ran through the territory. Uh, he said if, you know, Ray Stevens would miss a flight or something like that when Ray and Nick were tag team champions, Bobby would step in and draw so much heat because of obviously the manager of Stevens and Bockwinkle and yet still wrestle his ass off. And people also forgot that, <coughs> excuse me, COVID striking. Um, <laughs> take cover! <laughs> but realistically, Geronimo. people forgot in the old AWA days um, and, you know, before in, in Chicago area, before AWA was there, um, Bobby used to come out as a, a wrestler in the, like, opening match and wrestle one of the lightweights or something like that draw the heat then he used to come out as a manager of the blackjacks right or stevens and bockwinkle then come out later on as the manager of nick bockwinkle he's mm -hmm. almost in every match and only getting one payday coming out for every match and yet getting involved in every match right. 
and just getting his ass kicked every time, drawing the heat, everything. God rest his soul, one of the greatest men I ever Look met. Look at what he did for WCW and WWE. I mean, the you forget just how much of an impact he had for Andre the Giant and yeah, and Harlem Heat and just all those guys in general. He made it so entertaining with yeah. the wars. And he was know. there when Hogan turned, yep. turned and yeah. that was big, big too. Yep. And people, you know, no disrespect to you guys in your age, you remember the WC, the, the later years, yep. more the comic. The comic role. relief. Yeah. Aaron and I, if you look at it, you can hardly find any good footage because, you know, it's all choppy. Right. Go on YouTube and look at some of the early matches of Stevens and Bachwinkle mm-hmm. in, in Heenan being the Blackjacks manager. God, he was great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, three years, I mean, he said, the last year he came to CAC, he sat at my table across from me and still cracking jokes even though he couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. Right. And... uh God rest his soul. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I want to skip the matches. It has been confirmed that uh, Clash of Champions is a week from tomorrow, the 27th, from the Amway Center. I want to let's go over the matches next week because some of these can change. I mean, yeah. we can introduce these, but I don't, I don't want to pick winners or anything until next Saturday. <laughs> so let, let's, let's skip that for right now. Uh, Gerald Briscoe celebrating a birthday by being fired, fired. from the WWE. <laughs> but, Thanks, Vince. <laughs> Thank you. We Here, mentioned, here's we, your card exactly. and your pink slip. <laughs> um, we mentioned uh, uh, IRS earlier, uh, Erwin R. Scheister, Mike Rotundo. Uh, he, too, this past week, it was made it official, How is that going to affect... I mean, Briscoe West isn't there, so right. you know. But you have Bo and you have yeah. Gray. Yeah. How does that affect well, their personality and working in the background? Well, according back? to the article, when IRS mentioned that he got the call, he had no idea how far Bray Wyatt was taking the Fiend character until it started appearing. The Firefly Flunhouse. He had he had no knowledge of any of that. He saw that develop like the fans did. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to really affect them. I think it could have helped Bo better to get him more involved in better right. storylines and situations. But listen, I, I don't think anything's going to go on with Bray. If I, he's pissed, it'll only add to The Fiend. And I just, cra- I just hate the IRS gimmick. I, to I me, know. he's Mike Rotundo. Yeah. What's even crazier, I met Bray Wyatt like last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And when I was like, dude, I love The Fiend gimmick and everything else you're doing, he goes, you've only seen the tip of the iceberg of right. what I have planned. And he said he was trying to get a bunch of other stuff approved. So To touch on that a little bit, yeah. Matt, like you were saying, Matt and I both sat there and talked with Bray, and Bray literally asked both of us about his characters from Husky Harris to now. And he mentioned it. He's like, Husky Harris wasn't me. He goes, when they gave me the chance to be Bray Wyatt, he goes, I want to just run with it and take it to a whole nother darker level. Mm -hmm. And when we talked about it, Bray's like, you love my character now. Just wait. I'm not done. And when he said that, you could just see it in his eyes. We were in for a shock. Mm Mm-hmm. And thus far, I don't think he's dis- he's disappointed anybody. Yeah. Now he's got Alexa Bliss in a trance. That's right. <laughs> you just hope you see those eyes before the kiss. I'm buying right? a mask. Just <laughs> <in case. laughs> I'm just gonna buy a Bray Wyatt mask, and hopefully it'll transfer somehow. <laughs> Real quickly, Kurt Angle said in an interview that Vince McMahon once told him that he will live to 105. The guy could barely walk as it is. How is he going to live to 105? He's stubborn enough. I can see it. I mean, he's healthy, certainly. I mean, his, his uh, nutrition he's strong and stuff. As heck. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Steroids are a preserver. There's <laughs> <laughs> embalming fluid in him, aren't there? Oh, wow. Weekend at Bernie. All right, AEW Impact Report. Take yeah. it away, Matt. Do that one. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. you know, you could literally say, hey, Jason, not just. 
It's only a finger there, buddy. Hey, you're lucky it's only the pointing finger. You mean that one? <laughs> I'm not even looking. Okay. Miro said that even though he signed with AEW, he hinted that he's going to possibly be working with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which I think a lot of people might want to see, like him versus Okada or him versus Jeff Cobb. There's a lot of interesting matches that could Ooh, happen out Jeff of that. Jeff Cobb, I'd like to see that. That would be, that would be an interesting match. That would be a great That'd match. That would be a good match, yeah. yeah. Maybe if we get, we get Miro on a future show here, we can really find out what his intentions are. We can maybe have Jeff come in because he's still in Vegas. Ooh, Not traveling. Uh, oh, yeah. They could, oh, they they could, could do a promo shoots. on each other. I was going to say, they could do their <laughs> stuff right here and there. That would be cool. All right. <laughs> Is it time? Time for what? Pop culture? Yeah. No. It's time for pop culture. Is it really? Oh, uh-huh. Yes. Holy yeah. crap, it's, Batman. Don't Take two minutes <laughs> off of that clock. Exactly. <laughs> Holy crap, Batman. Well, you know, we let's talk a little AEW, yes. and I forgot to mention this to Matt last night. I had a conversation with somebody, and everybody's very critical of the AEW um, women's division. And I found out something very interesting in some conversation. This is when we need that teletype breaking yeah. news. Da, 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 da. And everybody is blaming Brandy because Brandy is supposed to be, she's just the figurehead. It's Kenny Omega. Right. It's Kenny Omega. And his ties to New Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenny, get some help, dude. I know Jim it, Cornette says you must have a Japanese schoolgirl fetish. Because wow. that seems a little more accurate. Every I wasn't week. gonna go there, but it's, it's too Shane, late. <laughs> Shane, I'll go there directly. Shane McMahon Jr. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is out of the bag. But I mean, everybody's criticizing Brandy for it. And it's not Brandy. It's actually Kenny Omega. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Alrighty. pop culture. Let's do it. Nuggets come back from two three-one deficits in the NBA playoffs knocking off the highly touted Clippers to get into the finals. Now they take on the Lakers, and in game one, get we say the Nuggets were a little overmatched. <laughs> Their luck is over with. <laughs> That's right. LeBron's about to get his title. Now LeBron is playing with a little chip on his shoulder. Him not happy that he was not the MVP again. He was number two behind, uh, I can never say his name, uh, Gianna, Gianna into the, the, the Copo. Is that the guy from Milwaukee, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That the guy. guy from Milwaukee. Come on, come on, come on. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah, but LeBron's a little unhappy. He didn't even get any first place votes. He got everything for second place. He's playing with a bit of a chip on the shoulder from what LeBron's I saw yesterday. LeBron's been bitching for about the last two months. Remember in one game he was crying because it was so hot that he got a cramp and couldn't finish. He's had cramps though in the past. I mean, if you remember in some of the finals. He's There's with, so many lines I could do I right was, now. I was going to fix it. <laughs> so many lines. I was going to clarify by saying leg cramps. Bitching more at the referees about every call. Dude, you're not Michael Jordan. I don't care. <laughs> you are and- not. 